Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. It's the autumn episode. Today, we are trying green hot beers from the UK and pumpkin beers, uh, also from the UK, <laughs> but to represent the US. I'm Joanne, <laughs> and this is Tori. Hello, people. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. It is our autumn slash fall, depending on where you're from, episode. We've been yes. looking forward to this, haven't we? I've been looking so forward to it. Yeah. And look, we're both very seasonably. I've yeah. got bad, bad witch with like a little yeah. like, a spooky little thing. Got my black nails. You've got your October first. Yeah. <laughs> be more descriptive. I should learn how to be more descriptive. But Use your uh, words. Cowl. Cowl is what I think it's called, actually. Thank you. But yeah, we're very seasonally excited. Yeah. We've I've got, got my Sam Adams Oktoberfest gla- uh, t-shirt on. I'm sad because I can't find my pumpkin one from from um, Witchwood, but they don't brew it anymore anyway, so never mind. <laughs> Normally at this point, I'd be well prepared with my my decorations for Halloween up, but I just, I've slacked and I've, I'm doing them literally tomorrow, a day late, day late, dollar short, but you know, it is what it is. But I, I guess we thought this would be a little bit of fun because both of us have experience. Well, both of us, I say, have experience in the US. <laughs> I mean, I've I've lived there for twenty one years of my life, um, twenty uh, twenty three years of my life actually. You spent quite a bit of time there, and then yep. obviously you're from the UK, and I've spent since 2013 here in the UK so we thought it would be a bit fun especially with all the hate that we see out there for pumpkin <laughs> beers and the fact that we've had such a bountiful pumpkin beer season this yeah. year we thought it would be fun to just have a look at the US versus UK seasonal favorites of uh, staples of both countries and compare them see which ones maybe we we like best I think we know which ones I like best yeah. but to help you <laughs> so um Shall we get shall we get at it? Yes. So what have we have? What have we had today? We have got so we've got green hot beers. They're all from down my way. So we have got North Down Brewery from Margate's uh, Green Hop Patters beer. We have got two from Gad's the Ramsgate Brewery, their green hop ale that they make every year, and then they've made a special one called Ship of Fools which is to commemorate the fact that the government don't know what they're talking about when it comes to the small brewers relief. And there's a lovely little QR code on here. If you have not signed the petition to support small breweries, um, please, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Please go do it because our small breweries are, are under attack with um, tax and with what's going on currently in 2020 with the pandemic and everything else our hospitality industry is struggling so anything that we can do to support them we should so go sign that petition that is going to stop try and get the government to stop to increasing the taxes on small breweries so go do that so that's our green hot yes. one should we say what yeah, yeah so, so for our our pumpkin ones if you want to tell us about our pumpkin ones yeah so we've got boot town brewery funkin pumpkin spiced seasonal ale i don't think i'd uh, ever heard of them before i hadn't i was recommended that one on one of the pages one of the beer pages um they said they do it every year i'd oh, never heard i've of never apparently that. they've got amazing customer service but they don't have a website so i ordered them off of another website okay. called um beer gorilla or something like that um but apparently if you go on their facebook page they've got amazing customer okay. service so i have to come back to them on that Brilliant. but um we've got abbeydale pilgrim which is a pumpkin spiced ale yeah which is i like the label on this one in particular because yeah. it's it's very colonial us yes, it's it just got that nice yeah. <laughs> vibe to it um we've got you've got to say it because i can't say this <laughs> it is sowin it's not sam hain it's sowin <laughs> that's exactly why i had you say it and not me say it because i get it wrong every time yeah. 
uh, and that's a uh, the White Hag. That's an Irish brewery, uh, and that's the pumpkin ale that they do. We just, I think, you happen to notice that White Hag did yep, it. Yeah, I did, and we jumped and on that. You jumped on that for <laughs> both of us, and it was yep. appreciated. And then we've got uh, Elusive Bruins Carving Yams, and yep. that's a coffee pumpkin porter. Excited for that one. Very excited for that because yeah. I'm hoping it's going to be similar to like a pumpkin spiced latte. Yeah. Um, obviously elusive down the road from me i grabbed them as soon as i possibly could (laughs) and uh, i've got quite a few on hand so let's see how we get on with them so shall we start with the green hops do you want to take us to the green hops because you obviously know more than i do green hop beer green hop beer if you're not sure what that is so variously you will hear the terms green hop beer um wet hopped beer and fresh hopped beer they all mean the same thing. So it is a beer that can only be brewed at this time of year at harvest because it is when the hops are ready to be harvested and they are literally taken from the fields and put into the beer while it is brewing. Um, so normally your hops are harvested. They are then dried and um, packed either as whole leaf hops um, to go out to brewers or packed into little pellets um, and sometimes plugs uh, to go out. And so then they last throughout the year. Um, but the freshest beer you will get is made from uh, green hop, where they take the hop from the field. They are The brewers are brewing the beer on that day. They go and collect their hops, and then they put it in the beer. You can, you can harvest the hops, and as long as you get them into the beer within 48 hours, you're okay. But, you know, I live in Kent. There's literally a hop field 15 minutes that way, she says, pointing off screen um, from me. Uh, and I'm 20 minutes from Faversham and all of the hop fields are there. And I was watching the social media streams of all the breweries around here and they can get the hops into their beer between two and four hours of being harvested that's crazy so they're, like they're on the phone to the to the farmer going is it ready yet is it ready yet is it ready yet it's ready i'm go, coming go, go, and then go, they go, go and get these massive bags of hops and then like um i think you can still see it if you go on to i think it's canterbury brewers or the found or canterbury brewers at the foundry which is our brew pub which is within the canterbury city walls um, they did a live video of John brewing their beer um, and he's literally just got this massive sack and he's just trying to squish all of these hops because obviously they're full coned hops. They're not squished down like the little pellets. Like So they're literally trying to squish all of these hops into the kettle in with the boil of the beer trying to get it in there and you just get really fresh, amazing flavours with it. Um, so this first one... Is by Northdown Brewery in Margate, and this is an Ernest Patters beer. Um, so Ernest Hop gives you like apricot, fresh, amazing flavours. So it should be pretty amazing when we drink it. Are I'm excited. Ready? I don't think I've ever heard of an, an Ernest Patters beer. I, I, I saw it on the label and I was like, yeah. I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. I didn't know if that was just like a guy named Ernest. And yeah, well, right. so Ernest is the hop. And that's named after the guy that bred the hop. Oh, right, okay. Ernest something. Um, but it's um, a hop that was developed by Y College in, in, in Kent. Right. And um, it's quite, it's a relatively new hop in the grand scheme of hops. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was bred in Kent and then named after the guy that, that, bred, that developed it. Yeah, I just thought it was a guy that was like <laughs> Ernest Patters beer, and that's what. And then, <laughs> so then, and then a Patters beer is um, it's a low ABV beer. I'm going to say it's Belgian. It's a Belgian style, and it's a, like a low kind of like table beer type style. Saying so, that, I mean it is a four percent, so that's it's yeah. not as low as I would have thought here in table beer i would have thought yeah. potentially a bit lower than that well but, compared uh, to other belgian beers that are like well yeah <laughs> i guess yeah as far as belgian beers go, <laughs> belgian beers go. Very table beer. it is patter's beer is, is a smaller version of it. it's got a nice smell to it in the bottle oh it's very clear right it's come out the bottle yeah. it's lovely clear gold really really clear i can see right it through is, it yeah. 
um a low bubbly white head amazing aroma yes apricot like right in your face it is almost like a bit of kind of acidic like tartness to it a little bit hmm reading the back of it and it's yeah freshly picked kent hops i saw the photo you had of the hot fields yeah. and it looked really cool and uh, didn't you like cheekily jump out of your car to take a photo literally so it's, it's literally <laughs> on the side of the road and it happens that this one's like got a little opening and i can park in a lay by and i every every year i like to go and see how the hops are doing like i don't i don't take check any. On them. i just like to go and look and, and look at the hops and take pictures of them and so like i nip into the field and i go and have a look and like it, i knew it was getting towards uh, i think it was like the week or two weeks before like the actual harvest started and I was like, oh, I need to go up and see see how the hops are doing because I think I haven't got out much this this year, surprisingly. And I was like, I'm going to just Shocker. drive up and see if I can see, see if I can go and see how the hops are doing. And went up and had a look and took a couple of pictures with the lovely hops already. I think they're East Kent Goldings. I could be wrong. Oh, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd be like, it's hops. It just looks like hops. But I, I like to envision you like pulling over and be like, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, just going and running like, how are the hops today? Are you all right today? <laughs> okay <laughs> just checking in <laughs> make sure they're all right make sure they're growing all right <laughs> this is really nice yeah it does have that very, very light it, i think it's yes yeah, very light i think it's almost a bit more subtle than i would expect yeah. from the smell of apricot yeah. um but it almost has like a tea like herbal mm. quality to it it it's yeah. very like when you have a green a flavored green tea like a a peachy or a, an apricot yeah. flavored green tea. That's what it Absolutely. tastes like. An iced green tea is what. I guess. <laughs> so that yeah, so it's that's the characteristics of an English shop as well. You get uh, herbal and green tea notes. So you've perfectly described an English shop there. Brilliant. <laughs> there you go. It is lovely. I, I'm going to say that obviously I knew that, and obviously I did that on purpose. <laughs> Very planned. We're just so, build, we're building well your done, knowledge. <laughs> building that beer knowledge and your beer vocabulary and hopefully helping other people as well while yeah. we do it yeah this one's really lovely it's very it's very light yeah and considering that it's so green hops are, are you know autumnal this is quite like springy summery with the yeah fruitiness. i would i would kind of say um it's it's like spring type yeah or where it's starting where it's still a bit cold and but it's starting to get a bit yeah warm. Or sort of like the tail end of summer into autumn, where you're like, I need my jumper. It's a bit cold, but the sun's still out a little yes. bit. That's my kind favorite of bit. How I would <laughs> describe it is like yeah. still a bit of sun. You can still sit relatively outside, just put a jumper on. That's yeah. kind of what this beer feels like it represents. Lovely. This is my first. This is my first green hot beer. I've never, never had one before. Um, hadn't even really heard of it before, if I'm honest. It's one of my favourite things because it's so, like, I think there are some areas of the beer industry where it just doesn't happen because they're just not near hop fields and stuff. But because I'm in Kent, we're right in the middle of them. Like, this is where we grow them. So it's it's not, most years we have a green hop beer festival, um, which coincides with the Canterbury Food and Drink Festival. And so there's a green hop beer tent and all of the Kent breweries bring their beers to it. And it's just a brilliant time. And you get to try like really lovely local breweries. And like you think it goes from, you know, Shepherd Neem, who's well known around the country to little brew pubs like the Four Candles in Thanet and Canterbury Brewers and and Boutilliers are there, uh, Time and Tide are there. Uh, it's it's great old dairy like just all of my favorite breweries <laughs> do you get anybody doing on. like home brewing that home brew on like a larger scale do you have people that 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 go, um, or does it all tend to be commercial brewing that goes i mean so the four candles is they're small they're a brew pub so they're very small they're probably okay. the smallest i think so every year they do a mat and if you're on the video i've got it here but there's they've got this lovely hand-drawn map and it's by a gentleman called oh, Peter, that's cool. Peter Gander. Peter Gander. And it's of Kent. And then every brewery that's done, that's participating in Green Hot Beer Festival is on it. So wherever you are in Kent, you can find a Green Hot Beer 
It's great. That's really quite cool. Like you should frame yeah. that and put that. I've on got the one framed. I've got one from the others every year. I like. I didn't think I was going to get one this year, but I nipped to the foundry to get their their bottled green hot beer, and they had some out, and I was like, "Yes, got my green hot beer, man." So I like. I've got. I think I've got five years worth now because I've been following it for five years now. That's, I, I mean that's that's quite cool as like you yeah. have a whole little festival for it and I'm assuming maybe that's probably like you said because you've got all those fields around maybe that's yeah. why I actually haven't yeah heard of green because I mean being in Berkshire yes we've got a lot of breweries but we don't I wouldn't say we're like known for having lots of hop fields or anything yeah. like that and it's all very like craft breweries that's you know four 40 mil cans of juice and you know all the crispy <laughs> yeah. boys and everything it's not so much stuff like this so that's probably why I've, I've just not had them until you were like we, we had a think sesh didn't we where yeah. we were like got pumpkin what beers what is the UK equivalent of yeah. a pumpkin beer and then you're like green hops yeah I was like hop. I don't know what that is, but let's try it. <laughs> the funny thing is, my first ever green hot beer I had in Oregon when I was in, when I was in Oregon. So because because Oregon is where America grows a majority. A I don't know if it's a majority, but a lot of their hops. Um, I was I happened to be in Astoria on my travels, and we stopped in at Fort George Brewery. And they do the best tasting plate, by the way. It's like 12 tasters. You get literally one of every beer. That's not even a that. flight. That's a whole like, airport. Right, it's literally, <laughs> like, it's the best. I, I've got amazing pictures. I've just got all of these beers because they're just like, you want one of each? I was like, yes, I do. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, and it because of the, we were there in autumn, so um, they had several green hot beers. But they didn't call them green hot beers. They were wet. They were called wet hot beers then. Right. Um, okay. Over fair. there. And then um, or fresh hop. And so it was some of so you got to compare like their regular brew to so their seasonal, seasonal that they'd made from the hops that they'd, you know, got from down the road. <laughs> um, and it was I was just like, this is amazing. Cause, uh, but to be fair, some of them were just amazing and fresh and and just delicious. And then there was a couple that I, that I described as it feels like I'm chewing on a leaf. <laughs> You know how I feel about about US hops anyway, because I get that real vegetal smell from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just stick that fresh straight into a beer, and I'm like, I am chewing on a leaf. Oh, my God. I like that. Yeah, it's very leafy. Yes, proper leafy. Um, But then I came came home and and moved to Canterbury and then was just like, Green Hop Beer Festival? Yes, I am all about this. When COVID all blows over, assuming it does someday, I have to come to Kent. Yeah, your green hot yeah. beer festival yeah. next year, 2021. Yeah, <laughs> green yeah. hot beers. Come and visit; it'd be great. <laughs> What's the next one we've got right. on then? Which one? So now we've doing? got Gads, the Ramsgate Breweries, Green Hop Ale. Did they do that? I think they did. So quite I like regularly. The face. I like that. Oh yeah, there's a, they got their little leafy man. Um, <laughs> so usually the some of the green hop brewers will do a bit they'll do a collaboration beer oh, right, okay. um and they haven't done no, they haven't been able to this year so we've just got gads on their own which is a little bit sad we'll just have to make do yeah <laughs> well i'm gonna have this one in a tasting glass i'm not gonna have it in my gads glass my question is so you yeah. can hit us with some knowledge here uh it says uh bottle conditioned ale there might be some people that don't quite know what bottle conditioned is do you want to explain yeah what bottle conditioned so these are real ales as opposed to craft beer air quotes um so real ale is it has to have and so if you're speaking to camera the campaign for real ale who arguably kept beer like good beer in pubs during the era where Euro Lager was taken over. Um, they define it as it has to have a particular percentage of live yeast in it. Um, so this is brewed and then there is still yeast in it when it's bottled. And then that is what continues uh, and a little bit of sugar is put in with it. And this is actually the same way that I bottle my beers um, because I can't force carbonate at home. Um, so you put a bit of sugar in the yeast that's in the beer then continues 
to eat the sugar and ferment and so that's what adds the carbonation to the to the bottle um that does mean that sometimes you get a bit of sediment in the bottom but that is totally natural and you just you can drink it if you like or otherwise just leave it in the bottom of the bottle i mean in fairness it's almost kind of like even when you get but you know you get cans nowadays a lot of the times they do like a lot of unfiltered stuff and more like natural stuff as well and you get you get lots of sediment with that as well and it's not going to kill you it's it's right as long as it's not like over the top when it's not supposed to be and then maybe they didn't do good QA on it yeah you know you're always going to probably get that anyways at least a little bit yeah if it says it's bottle conditioned it's still got a bit of yeast in it that has carbonated it in the bottle and um as we always say you should always decant your beer into a glass anyway so that's getting it off of that yeast so that you can enjoy it fully well, this is so, a proper traditional real ale, this job. I, I've, I'm getting like a kind of like a vinegary smell to it. Yeah, it's slightly, you get you get a slight butteriness to it. It's like very, it does smell very um, natural. Yeah. <laughs> so. Welcome to real ales. <laughs> oh yeah, that doesn't taste like I would have guessed it taste yeah. from the smell. So like what you get kind of from the smell is it has that vinegariness. It almost has a bit of like an acidic kind of quality to it. To the point that I'd say it kind of smells similar to like what uh, when you go to a pub and you've got like a traditional cider, like what a traditional kind of cider smell has to it. So I was expecting it to be a bit like sweet and a bit acidic, but it's actually not. Yeah. (laughs) No, so it's it's got quite a bit of hoppiness and maltiness to it. And it's, it's, I'm, from the smell of it, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like it. And then I tasted it. I was like, yeah, I actually quite like it. Yeah, don't be don't be put off by the smell of real ales. They're not. And because and it's it's used East Kent Goldings. So they are grassy herbal, get a bit of lemon in them. Like they're not you're not going to get hit in your face with citrus because it's not the no. that's just not the kind of hop that it is. But it just gives that nice herbally. I tend to find with like real ales, they almost kind of have a blandness to their smell. Yeah. There's that you don't have a lot of depth of the of, of smell that comes through. It kind of ends up being a bit more bland and a bit just a bit samey. But then when you actually taste it, you're like, yeah. oh, actually, oh, yeah, there it is. There it <laughs> there's is. all the flavour. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. This one's it's nice. It's it's simple, I think. Yeah. But I think this is something that like I can envision sitting in a pub because it because it's that yeah, real ale style it's very like <laughs> traditional pub yeah. I feel like I should be you know a bunch of guys sitting down the pub watching football yeah. <laughs> That's, but I still enjoy it like that's the yeah. thing is I would expect that I'd go oh this could be like real old man man type <laughs> stuff but but it's not because I would I would probably choose to order this <laughs> yeah yeah I quite like this one I want to I've saved a little bit of the first one because I kind of want to see the difference a little bit so yeah obviously the first one's going to be a bit lighter than this one and Uh it's going to have the different taste because it's a different type isn't it yeah it's a much earnest is a much fruitier hop because I believe it is um like derived from those American type hops um Whereas East Kent Goldings, it, that's an English hop. It is, it is like the Very traditional English. English hop. You know, I'm in East Kent. They literally are grown in the ground here. Um, you're going to get earthy, herbal, a um, little bit of, little bit of, uh, not really citrus, but like a little bit of lemony. Sometimes you get lavender from East Kent Goldings. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I have to look out for that now. Yeah. It's a kind of like it's a it's a hop that is used in beers that you don't necessarily want to be hoppy <laughs> because right, it is I, like yeah, a yeah, herbally, yeah yeah I see what you yeah I see what yeah. you say about that yeah but I thought oh, overall it's it's quite enjoyable yeah <laughs> I wasn't sure like I said from the smell I was like I don't think don't know if I'm gonna like this but let's yeah. go for it anyways and then when I tasted it I was like that tastes wildly different than what I expected it was gonna taste like and it's pretty good brilliant <laughs> I'm excited to try this third one though the right so this is yeah I'd be interested to see what the difference is so this is their this yeah is I saved a little bit fools. <laughs> this is six percent alcohol which for for a real ale is quite strong well, that's what I was going to say. It's like it is quite strong. You go from a four to a four point eight, yeah. 
to a six. And I was like, well, that's quite a jump. I'm going to pop this one in my dad's glass as well. Oh, that's going to be the one that gets the, the special glass. I've got my cloud water, little mini cloud water for that one. Oh, and this one's got Ooh. a bit better of a head it's got, on it. Yeah, it's got a nice creamy head on it. And this nice one, and clear. I, the last Here one had just a, just a touch of haziness to it, where it's like you couldn't see mine. I couldn't see straight through it when I had the full glass there. Mm. It's not as clear as this. Yeah, this one's very clear. My glass is dirty, though. I don't really want to show that. That's bad. It's not beer clean. Mm, that's zesty. I was going to say it almost had a zesty smell to yeah. it. So, Yep, that's very it's punchy. Yeah. There's something in there that I can't work out what it is. That's what I, I, I could only describe it as punchy. I was yeah. like, what is the word I'm searching not, for? I don't know. It's not lime. No, but I would. It, but um, I think we're trying to identify the same, the same thing. thing. <laughs> so I almost said lime, and then I went, "No, it's, it's not, not lime. lime." No, but I don't. But it's what hops have they used? Does it say? Um, so the back of the bottle says it's a special edition green hop ale brewed with careful expedience by the Gads Brewers at their Ramsgate Brewery on the Isle of Thanet, where Kent begins. The ingredients used are water, malted barley, fresh picked Kent hops and brewer's yeast. This is a special edition green hop beer. The government wants to increase taxes on the smallest brewers, not to build hospitals or schools, but to help other brewers who are a bit bigger. We say, please help them, but don't make us pay for it. That's a crazy, foolish decision. Uh, Star, we can't afford it, so we'll eventually go bust. And then where will you get the money anyway? True. (laughs) Um, get the biggest brewers to pay for it that's sensible the characters portrayed on the front label are purely fictional and any resemblance to cabinet office ministers is a figment of your imagination (laughs) 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 however does not tell me what hops are in it (laughs) but this is lovely i do i really like this one (laughs) yeah yeah i really like this one it's it doesn't taste like a real ale like it doesn't have i don't think it has that quality to it that you get from that you go, oh yeah, that's a pub beer. That's a real ale pub beer. I don't think it tastes like that. I think really this refreshing. tastes, yeah, very refreshing. I really like it. Like I said, the head on it is like a lot better than the others as well, and it's like that's interesting. That's really lovely. Oh, they're also. Yeah. I love that they're also different. I was going to say, I think that to me kind of highlights the versatility of yep. this green hop. Is like. Yep. We're going to get onto the pumpkin ones. And I think the pumpkin ones all kind of aim to have a very similar, much of a muchness type yeah. thing. Um, whereas this is very diverse. Like if you're yeah. going to say, oh, you're going to get a green hop, I'm, I'm going to go get some green hop beers. I don't think I would know what to expect because it could yeah. be a numerous amount of, of tastes. Yeah. And you can get like when we when the festival is on, you can get stout, you can get bitters, you can get... Um, uh, ESBs, you can get milds, you can get porters. Um, last so each year they do a little competition Ooh. and get people to um, vote for which one was their favourite. And I think the one that one of the ones that won last year was um, Janet Janet Street Porter <laughs> by um, Angels and Demons from Folkestone. They do really lovely beers. Um, so so and then um, Canterbury Ales usually do a couple and they'll do green and green and pale and green and black. So you've got a, a pale and a stout. So it's really, it's really interesting all the different styles that you can get. Cause I it's never just... would have gone, Oh yeah. You're going to take the same thing making this and you're going to go and make a stout yep. or a porter. Like because it's I would just a fresh never... hop. So you can make anything with it. It's great. It's very interesting. So I think I imagine obviously it, it changes quite dramatically yeah. depending on the style and the way you do it that fresh yep. hop is going to change how it tastes one of my favorites is um canterbury brewers do a saison they did that this year and oh one of my favorites last year was um if trees could scream which is a green hop saison by Boutilliers, and they're putting yep. out in bottles again this year i believe it's going to be on their website next week so go to Boutilliers website and- i think it's all <laughs> teaser for that um i, I quite like yeah. the artwork on it i think they yeah. said oh it's it's their their halloween season uh-huh. or their 
their uh, autumn season beer but we should be drinking it year-round anyways that's what they alluded to and I think they've got about from what I was reading I think they've got about three green hot beers that they are bottling so if you're interested in green hot beers Boutilliers do deliver nationwide so go and have a look at their website to get a green hot beer I'm really excited I want to try their green hot doki doki mm. that's the one that I'm really really keen on trying above yeah. all the other ones like hands down so the second that comes out I'm definitely going for it especially now that I know that it's so diverse it's like I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna get <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant yeah that was that was lovely I'm gonna be excited to drink more of that later and take my photos oh I love a green hot show I'm really glad you enjoyed them I was worried because I was like oh they're real ales that she might not like them no I'm no glad. I'm not anti real ales no, either no. I think I think my problem with real ales has always kind of been more the temperature at which they're traditionally yeah. served at and I think because obviously these are in my house I've put them in the fridge they're a bit colder than I probably would be yeah. getting them which I mean I guess somebody whoever's brewing them might be saying no that's the wrong temperature <laughs> to drink them for that. too cold but I really enjoy them because of that so uh, no I really did like them and uh, I guess like is there any I'm assuming that they're the autumn beer just because that's the time of year that you're going to get them and you're not really going to necessarily get them any other time no I mean you you can't they they do last a little bit but because they're hopped the hops will start to die off first so the older it gets the less you're going to get of that lovely freshness which is the whole point of green hop beers I'm wondering how um, you might not know this, but what's like the shelf life once it's brewed for one I of mean, these? I mean, so this one, so I've got the I've got the Gads Green Hop, and it says it's best before October twenty one. So it's got a year on it. Okay, um, so it'll be all right. But um, but yeah, as with you know, just like with Punk IPA, like Brewdog, like you know, drink it fresh. Everybody says you know, drink your yeah. hoppy beers fresh. It's the same with Green Hop ones. The the hop will start to it'll still be there but it just won't be as fresh if you're drinking this a year on from now because it'll yeah. just gradually faded. So it just won't be quite as good. Fair enough. But yeah, that was really good. Thank you for sharing those because I know okay. you picked them all up right around the corner from yeah, me. <laughs> went, on a, went on a little journey. Went around to different <laughs> you did. You went on a mission to hunt them all yeah. down, didn't you? And you're like, I've got them. I've come back with some green yeah, hot beers. Yeah. And then and the funny thing is I put... I, I documented my journey on my instagram page and then that week um the foundry put their green hops on that they weren't bottling on on the bar and um i was in the office so i said to my husband i was like gonna be a little bit late coming home because i'm gonna pop to the foundry and have a half (laughs) on their green hops and i went down there and you know i'm i'm People recognize me because i've been to a lot of these places before and uh paul from there was like aha here you are (laughs) I saw you were collecting green hot beers at the weekend. I was wondering when you were going to come and get us. They were Here waiting, they were camping out waiting yeah, for they're you. Like, When's Joanne coming like, in for the green hot beers? clockwork, she's coming. Let's give her a green... Like, you probably didn't even have to order. They were probably like, green hop, and you were like, yes, yep. please. I know you were trying to get the Boutilliers <laughs> one, and we were like really panicked that they weren't yeah. going to do it after they said that they were, and yeah. you found out confirmation they are doing it. So yeah. we're like... All right, panic over, crisis over. We'll eventually get them. Yep. <laughs> Not in time for this, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, but, but exciting nonetheless. So yeah, go check out green beer, green hot beers yourself yeah. if you've not already done so. I mean, maybe. I'm the only person because I'm not from this country. Maybe I'm the only person that's not had them. So <laughs> you could tell me all the good ones that you've had and other ones that I should be on the lookout for because now i think i want to try more (laughs) yeah recommend some from up further up the country because i don't think i've had any that aren't from kent so let us know well we're not done yet though no we have the us US. portion (laughs) now it's my turn (laughs) so yeah we've got quite a few pumpkins and just to give you the little brief background on pumpkin beers because I think this is very important because I think pumpkin beers over here get a lot of hate and I think it's just misunderstood I think people don't quite under you know you get a lot of people going why why are they even in existence and oh they're horrible and and I think the problem is a lot of people um over here they're not as common pumpkins not as common um 
and and therefore when you get beers that are made with pumpkin or you get things that are pumpkin people are like I just don't know how to feel about it I don't like it it's not good and likewise people don't necessarily know how to use utilize them in the same way as US companies who are used to this do you know how to do it so over here you don't tend to get historically I, I don't know about these yet I've not tried them yet but historically you don't tend to get ones that are the same quality as US ones so people try one they go it's not very good I hate them they're all bad but actually when you go to the US it's quite good so the reason why is that we've had we've been brewing with pumpkin beers in the US since the 1700s it was colonial time and the reason for that is there's just an abundance of pumpkins Pumpkins, I don't know if you've ever seen them growing in a pumpkin patch. There are some over here because I've done pick your own pumpkins, but they basically tend to grow and expand like weeds. <laughs> and um, New England is very good. Where I'm from is very good in particular of growing lots and lots of pumpkins. So they just had an abundance. So they put it in everything. And the problem was in colonial times, the resources they had, your grains, that was used for bread and feeding your livestock. Uh, it it's not something you're going to throw into a beer. So what are you going to throw into your beer? You're going to use something you've got a lot of and don't really have much of a purpose for, which is pumpkins. So they made a lot of recipes. They did a lot of different things with pumpkins and brewing was one of those things. Um, uh, what they did effectively, and you can probably comment further from a uh, home brewing point of view, mm-hmm. but they were using those as a source of fermentable sugars in yep. the way you malted barley so they couldn't use like actual barley because that was to make your bread and to feed your livestock so what else they needed was something else to do that for them so that's what the pumpkin was fulfilling for them so to answer the question everyone has of why you put in pumpkin in a beer well that's historically why they did it (laughs) and obviously as society kind of moved on and immigration happened and more things came to the country and and all that I think it's very much US based for that reason Um, it expanded and they no longer really needed to use pumpkin for everything (laughs) and that's why we saw kind of a drop off of of pumpkin based recipes so it got really really quiet until about the 80s and then 1985 Buffalo Bills Brewery in California did their first commercially brewed pumpkin ale and he happened to come across a recipe in some write-ins by George Washington. And he thought, I'll just try that. Found out that actually pumpkin beer, pumpkin in beer didn't really add much to the beer itself. (laughs) And so he was like, it's not really changing the taste. What is the point of this? And the reason that people wanted a pumpkin beer is because they wanted something that was like pumpkin pie, lots of warming spices. So instead, he fixated on, and other brewers fixated on, instead of putting pumpkin in your beer, focus on the spices you put in your beer, which resulted in basically using what we know as pumpkin spices, which is ground cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and sometimes allspice, depending on how you do your recipe. Um, But what that did was then the Brewers Association put in their guidelines that you've got two different categories you've got a pumpkin and squash beer which has to be made with the pumpkin or the squash some type of gourd um but you don't put the spice in it at all and then you have a separate category which is for your pumpkin pumpkin spice beers and that can have pumpkin in it but those are the ones you can put the spice in and then you've got the brewers association um who it that it was the um the judging what's the the um, BJCP BJCP yeah so they basically put in um a whole section for autumnal beers that said you can have a mixture of all these these things so that's kind of a history a quick brief history on the pumpkin beers that I wanted to give before I got into them because I get so many people just that just don't understand why you put pumpkin <laughs> in a beer and that's why because it's at, delicious at the, end of the day well beyond the fact that it's delicious <laughs> yeah. it's what it's what they had to brew with <laughs> I didn't know that that was really interesting yeah I didn't know that yeah. well that. the more you know every day is a school day I feel like if we yeah. can get like some clip art I'll just go oh the more you know and you can do like a <laughs> rainbow <laughs> my hands but yeah now let's start drinking the pumpkin beer so let's start with Abigail so we start with Abigail yeah, let's go oh, down, yeah. Del, because that's that the 5% yeah, you're right. pumpkin spice. I've got them the wrong, in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah I just thought I thought that was quite interesting to to sort of highlight because of the fact that so many people are like oh it's so good yeah. why would you want it and I think over it here makes perfect well, sense but over here as well I think from my experience when I first moved here taste buds don't really like the spices that are in yeah pumpkin spice um I think cinnamon there's so many British people that are like I hate cinnamon, absolutely hate it, can't tolerate it. Well, yeah, you're not going to like a pumpkin <laughs> beer or a pumpkin spice beer if you don't like cinnamon because that's one of the heaviest main ingredients. <laughs> so it's got, I will say on this, it has a lovely pumpkin beer smell to it. The smell of it is really quite nice. Yeah. I spilt some on me the first time <laughs> I tried it and um, it smells like a proper pumpkin beer. Yeah, it smells like pumpkin but it doesn't have so in the US traditionally like a lot of the pumpkin beers you get will be a lot more orange in here. Yeah, it's, um, it's yellow. It's very light compared to it doesn't look if I saw this sitting on a table, I would guess it's probably an IPA. I wouldn't guess it had pumpkin flavour at all. No. It just looks like a normal, regular kind of yeah. pale ale IPA. But saying that, you do get the spices in it. I think I, I I'm getting the spices in it. Yeah. I'd like more cinnamon. Yes. I don't think there's enough. I always think you should lead with cinnamon on a pumpkin yes. beer. And I can I see, I can already see in the, in the ingredients on here that they used more allspice because it's their order of spicing. It's allspice, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, yeah. nutmeg. I personally, um, when I do, do it, I do cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cloves and allspice. That's my order. <laughs> I was going to say the old spice. I think the yeah. old spice is kind of what comes through first and foremost, for yeah. sure. Um, what I, I will say, ginger. What I will say, having had it before, because this is the only one, only of the pumpkin ones that I've had before. Yeah. Um, it felt very much, and feel free to agree or disagree, that it's like they were making a pumpkin spiced beer for a British palate. Yeah. They've taken a pumpkin beer and then gone, I know British palates don't tend to like the heavy spice and the heavy cinnamon or the yeah. heavy pumpkin taste. So let us, and, and I will say, I think with pumpkin beers, it's not so much about the taste of pumpkin as it as it is about the spices. Pumpkin so spice. People tend <clears throat> to think, I don't like the taste of pumpkin. No, no, yeah. no. What you don't like is you don't like the pumpkin spice. That's yeah. what you don't like. Um and I think they've just basically gone, let's get a pumpkin spice and let's just turn the volume down just a little bit so that British people might get a bit more on board. Because it's still, it, it does the job for me compared to a lot of the other pumpkin beers I've had over the years here that were not very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not up to what I'd expect from a US standard, but it's a really good effort, I think, for the first one that I've had over here, that's been decent. <laughs> yeah, it's a good try. Like it's spicy. And sometimes I find it that um, pumpkin beers over here are not spicy. They're more appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. It's just barely, normally they go, oh, here's a pumpkin beer and it's barely noticeable yeah. any of the spices in it. And you're like, what is the point of that? Mm. It's definitely not pumpkin. And yeah, no, that's right. Good effort there, Abby Dale. Well done. Yeah, for sh- like I think for sure. The can art is great. Yeah. Um it it matches that full full feels. Um yeah, and it's it and they and have brown. they have made a really good effort because like I said I've had some absolutely atrocious ones over yeah. here that I was like, you shouldn't have bothered, like should have just not bothered at all. So yeah, that was Abby Dale's. Yep. Uh next one up is the boot town. So <laughs> All the rest of these, to me, are going to be a mystery because that was the only one I've had before. Okay, Boot Town Funkin' Pumpkin. I'm so afraid that my face is going to give away how I feel about something if I don't like it. It doesn't smell as, um, in the can, it doesn't smell as spicy. It's a better colour. It's more orange. I was just, just going to say it's a much better... It's more expected colour is what I should say. It's very very orange on the camera it looks a lot very dirty darker than it is but hazed there's a haziness to it not massively very hazy but i'd be interested to see how this compares to yours just because of look wise it's a bit darker than yours but the same mildness to it i don't know how to feel about this one i quite like it it's got a bit of um 
it's got a bit of a caramelliness to it. I bet they've done that yeah. with, the, with the malt. Well, it says on the back of it, it says that, amongst other things, it says uh, autumnal red ale to deliver beer, just like grandma's pumpkin pie. I would say grandma's pumpkin pie, probably it is not. No. <laughs> I don't, get, no. <laughs> I don't no. get pumpkin pie out of it. No. But I don't dislike drinking it. But if I'm going to rate it in the scale of pumpkin beers, as opposed yeah. to just what I enjoy drinking, my personal thought is the Abbeydale's actually more pumpkin beer-like in taste, and this is more in look. I feel this is more a spiced red ale, which I'm enjoying. So it's my it's, yes. So what this Ooh. makes me think of is if you took um, classic Twin Flames and chucked some spice in it. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, but I, know, I just took another sip and I got more spice. Yeah, a bit more. It? It's yeah. spicy. It's caramelly. I didn't get that initially, and now I'm like, okay, I'm actually getting that now. Like I really like it, but it's more caramelly ginger. Ginger, yeah, it's more, ginger. more ginger. And on, when you look on the list, their their order of spices is ginger, nutmeg, allspice, and cinnamon is last. Yeah, <laughs> cinnamon why, needs why, to be first. Why? Are we this this not? is really nice. I think again, though, that's down to when you ask so many British people, yeah. "How do you feel about cinnamon?" So many people dislike cinnamon. Yes, there are. Like, I'm not saying no British people like cinnamon. My husband likes right. cinnamon, and like yeah. all that. You like cinnamon, yeah. But the majority, I do feel, come back saying, "I don't like cinnamon," and I feel like they've gone. We want to do this type of beer, but we want to make it more palatable to you yeah. let's just tone down the cinnamon we'll put it last and we'll do less of that i yeah. think all of the cinnamon just all, all, of, all it. of it all of, the all of it i mean i'm gonna I take really a sip like of yours it. oh yeah i really like it but it's not pumpkin pie spice joanne's been lovely enough to send me this is my homebrew homebrew my homebrew pumpkin. So we saved a bit. Yeah. We did a bonus, potentially bonus episode, yes. maybe if it makes the cut. And uh, <laughs> Joanne edits, so if yeah. it makes the cut, you get a bonus episode. <laughs> so we've saved a bit to do a comparison. Yeah, it's not pumpkin. No, <laughs> it's, I, it's I feel caramelly, like yours is more cinnamon. Yeah, this is caramelly, gingery. I really like it. I really like it as well. I really like it, <laughs> but... If I'm comparing it to a pumpkin beer, it's not pumpkin. No. Um, it's really lovely. But it's and I and like if there's no other good pumpkin beers, I'll take it. But my homebrew tastes more pumpkin spicy than this one does. That's it, that's that's two out of two where I yeah. feel like they are both very good beers. Yeah. I would happily drink them. They are better than what I've got over the last seven years that I've looked for a pumpkin beer in this country. Yeah. But are they up to US pumpkins? pumpkin beer pumpkin spice beer standards it just doesn't it doesn't compete with like going to shipyard brewery in portland and having their imperial pumpkin or having their normal pumpkin like it yeah it's off that mark but then i don't think they're trying to replicate that if i'm honest i think they're trying to make it something that people over here will be into and i think they've done a really nice delicious beer i'll tell you what though i'd drink that with a um cinnamon sugar rim That'd be I'm going to get you on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Again, I just didn't want hate. Oh, yeah. no, people won't know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that in the other bit. I basically said that I didn't want you guys to pitchfork come after me <laughs> because I was going to do all out American cinnamon sugar rim on it, maybe a bit of caramel drizzle. I don't know. It's wild. Caramel um, drizzle is a bit far for me. <laughs> but then I thought I'm going to get so much more hate than I'm ready for so I was like don't do that it's not happening so yeah I didn't do it in the end but that would be that one more so than the Abbeydale would be perfect for that cinnamon sugar rim and right, now we're on next, to the <laughs> next one now we're on to yeah our third pumpkin beer there you go. Right, this one's Sawain. 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 I did it Oh, this one smells interesting. I'm excited for this one, and I'll tell you for why. Because yeah. I always hear that Halloween is a bit bigger in Scotland and in Ireland. They care a bit more about Halloween and, and the pumpkin stuff. And, and I think the pumpkin 
stuff goes down better in Scotland and in Ireland. So I'm a bit excited to try this one. Your face looks confused. <laughs> Please smell it and tell me what you smell. It smells like vanilla. Yeah. Or almond. Yes. But I guess vanilla and almond are like really yeah. close, aren't they? It does not smell pumpkin y. It smells like cookie dough batter. Not cookie dough, but um, like cake batter. It, it tastes like sugar cookies. <laughs> I love sugar cookies. <laughs> I'm going to say, yes, it tastes like cookies. Yeah. Is this a bad thing? No, it's no. not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm going to make a plea right now. Is it pumpkin? No, it's not pumpkin. Do I care at this moment? No, because I've never had a sugar cookie beer before. Yeah. They need to brand this, what do this year round. What, I, I don't understand. How did it end right. up like this? Right, what it says on the back of the packet. Um, Samhain is the traditional Irish celebration of the harvest. In this instance, the harvest of a relatively new phenomena to these parts, pumpkin. The history of pumpkin owls goes all the way back to the early colonial Americas. Ooh. Even the great George Washington made pumpkin owl. The modern versions of these owls are more akin to liquid pumpkin pie, a classic American dessert served during Thanksgiving, than the owls of the early American settlers. That's it. <laughs> I mean... So are they going for, like, sweet pie cream? <laughs> maybe they were like... I feel we like this, get... is the cr- this is the crust and the yeah, whipped cream say- and someone scraped all the pumpkin out. <laughs> I was going to say, they were like, we need to get the crust in there. <laughs> and yeah, the whipped cream on top. And then they were like, but we don't want that much. I want that pumpkin. Don't want to... I mean, it's delicious. It's not I'm... Pumpkin. I'm not unhappy though. And I think I'm pleasantly surprised <laughs> because I smelled it. And I was like, when I saw your that, face, you your face. face. Please you watch went... the video, listeners, because my face, I smelled it and was like... She what? was what I can only describe as confused. <laughs> like there was, her face was like, why does it smell like this? It smells like marzipan or vanilla Coke. Not, yeah, vanilla Coke. It smells it like sm- vanilla Coke. It smells like vanilla Coke or I think like you've just made vanilla cupcakes yeah. and it smells like the batter, like you're scooping yeah. the batter in the in the cupcake fillings and that's what it smells like to me. It's very but I was kind of a bit, very strong with like the almond vanilla, very strong yeah. that, but then it kind of almost, There's bored, a little bit, a bit of- lemony. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a bit. There's some spice in there. I think there's probably a bit of ginger. Nah, mate, that no? is sugar cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight sugar cookie I mean, you can put extract. ginger in sugar cookies. You can make a spicy mm. sugar cookie. It is definitely, I do get the ginger on that. But And the more I sip on it, the more I'm like, yeah, okay, There's a, I can taste like the, I wouldn't yeah. say cinnamon. Oh, it's kind of like when you make like an egg wash, stick with me on this. You make an egg wash and you're like, I've put a bit of cinnamon in it okay. to cover the top or something. Okay. And it's like diluted cinnamon. Okay. Like a liquidy diluted cinnamon. That's kind of what I get. Okay. Not a full on heavy cinnamon, but it's just weird. It's not pumpkin. <laughs> it's not pumpkin. No. But I'm not mad. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Just like with the Boot Town one, like it's delicious. It's not what I thought it was going to be, <laughs> but okay. I think they should change their marketing tactic <laughs> and market it. Honestly, if they market it as a sugar cookie, a yeah. spicy a spicy sugar cookie or something, or like a cake, like a cake yeah. batter, think about it. They'll be the only people doing that and people will buy it because that's different. People go, oh, that's weird. I'll try that. I would. I like it. It's just not pumpkin, though. I don't even need to try it alongside yours because I know it's not pumpkin. Yeah, no. It's delicious. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting in my glass. Yeah. Well, this is a fun one. I like this. <laughs> just coming just... across new things. Both of us have just gone, oh, at various points during this podcast. It's exciting. Right. Oh, now, but now we're down to the last one. We need a drum roll. Because we were chasing. We need that on our soundboard that we're going to have to invest in. (laughs) Pumpkin coffee porter, carbon jams. This is the elusive beer that one of the ones that we knew from the start we wanted to do. 
And I like coffee and I like pumpkin. So let's find out how good it is. Like PSL. Oh, it smells it like, smells like um, coffee. It smells like Siren's Affogato. Oh, it does. So I'm excited Ooh, about that. It's got a really lovely head on it. Nice Very creamy head. Coffee ground. Um, a brown with red highlights. Yeah. Smells yeah, like coffee good. grounds. Smells yeah, like coffee lots, grounds. Lots of coffee. If you've had Siren's Affogato after our ice cream pails episode because you just couldn't stay away from mm. it, it smells like that. It smells exactly like that. It tastes kind of like it as well. Yeah. I don't get any pumpkin. No. It's, again, I would happily drink this. Does it smell and taste like like pumpkin? No. No. Is it a very well done beer overall? Yes. Yeah. It's a coffee. It's a lovely coffee beer. I'm not really getting any spices. I'm not really getting any pumpkin. No. I would agree. It's a nice coffee porter, though. It's creamy. it's really nice for its coffee quality. Yeah. Pumpkin, it is not. <laughs> no. I've I'm, got three I'm... absolutely beautiful beers here, but there is nothing pumpkin about these three. <laughs> four. Four, four yeah, them. that one wasn't very four, pumpkin four either. My homebrew is more pumpkin than all of them. <laughs> I would say, if you had to say, like, one of them is the closest to it, I would probably say Pilgrim. Yeah, actually the closest to it the abbeydale is probably the closest to it yeah. i'd go pilgrim then the boot town funky pumpkin yeah uh then the sawane because that one at least still had some spice yeah to it. there was still a bit of spice to it and no, then the elusive fine. because the elusive doesn't seem like there's any spice to it at all no but again it's it, a little bit so it's mine not sat out since cold. before we started doing the home yeah, it's one. not because it's not warm enough no no because the thing is is i think even when something needs to warm up a bit you kind of get an idea of like maybe it's still a bit too cold and i it it tastes full of flavor it just doesn't taste full of the flavor they want you to taste no no rightly or wrongly it's really nice it's got a creamy coffee quarter very similar coffee taste to the siren which i obviously like but yeah but it's not not pumpkin I just, I think my my problem is I really, like, for me, when it gets to be fall, autumn, whatever you want to call it, that's usually the time that I get more homesick for the US because you get all these amazing beers and it's like our tradition is, I don't know if you guys have like autumn traditions here, but we've got traditions of like it's apple picking season, it's, you know, cider apple cider season which is not hard cider it's normal like i said cloudy apple type stuff um you know you go apple picking you have apple cider donuts you get ready for halloween you go and you know salem has more tourists than whatever you start watching all your hocus pocus and all your films and it's like it is the best season ever in new england it's beautiful the trees are all turning and then you get some amazing lovely pumpkin beers you sit around fire pits and you just hang out by a fire pit drinking nice warming spicy pumpkin beer and you just don't get that here what like are there any i've not known of any uk specific traditions i don't think so you kind of switch to you know sausage and mash for dinner and a bit of stew (laughs) that's the tradition you switch to a bit of sausage and mash i mean that's me because like through the summer and some (laughs) stew because that's like a warming meal because it's been colder outside so you want something warming although i say that that's me i like to have like lighter things in the summer and then coming into autumn i go for like you know my soups and my um sausage and mash and my stews and stuff like that whereas my husband and the rest of my family actually would have so my granddad always referred to it as dinner dinners we're gonna have a dinner dinner and that means it's like it's roasted or it's a stew or it's mash and you know that that's a dinner dinner (laughs) because it's like a hot dinner (laughs) and my husband will eat those year round like you can be in a heat wave and he'll be like let's have sausage and mash no I couldn't do that. It's for us, it's like it's yeah, sausage and mash season, pie yeah. season, yeah. chili. We make a lot more like chili yeah. during this time of year. Yeah. Soups. 
but yeah that's I like that that's kind of that's <laughs> for us it's like apple picking in the US yeah, and here it's like you switch to hot hot dinners yeah. <laughs> heavy full yeah. of dinners yeah like. I think the things that we do I mean like pop, going to the pumpkin patch and stuff like that we're doing now because it's something that we've seen and so it's coming over from America like it's not I don't really I've got remember. pictures of me as like a baby sitting in like massive yeah, amounts see, we, of pumpkins they, like, at the pumpkin patch. I got really excited the other, a couple of years back because there was a pumpkin patch and I was like, oh, we've got a pumpkin patch now. But no, we, we don't, I don't think we've ever really done things like that. Go and click. Very few, they're very few and far between though because... Fireworks is our thing. So Guy Fawkes and fireworks fair. night. I like that element. I like yeah. Guy Fox night and I just wish that there'd be more pumpkin patches and more like you do a lot of pick your own fruits here in summer, but I'd really yeah. like there to be more like apple picking. If I could do more apple picking and more pumpkin patches and Guy Fox night, let's take the best <laughs> of everything. That make you happy. Let's just go with that. That would make yeah. me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so what team are you on then tonight? Are you team Green Hop or team I pumpkin? like both. No, you got to like pick one. Of them. I can't pick can't one. Pick Don't one. make no, pick one. That's not fair. I'm a. I've got an Anglo-American lifestyle. <laughs> I like both. Don't make me pick between the two. I like both for different reasons. Um, I'd really like a really nice pumpkin spice beer, which, as lovely as all of these are, none of them are. <laughs> no. If I get to go back to the US at Christmas, yeah. then maybe pumpkin beer is waiting for me. So I will try to smuggle some back through. <laughs> And send you, you one. Take an extra, you've got to take an extra suitcase. Just for yeah, me. I mean, I normally kind of plan on that, to be fair, <laughs> especially at Christmas time, because you've got like Christmas presents, yeah, heavier clothes. I'm like, how am I going to fit beer back if I have to take your well thought out Christmas present and yeah. my clothes? And like, I can't just normally I'm like, can we ditch the Christmas presents for beer? <laughs> is that except in snacks? Is that gift is me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's quite difficult because normally I'm going to draw a line. Normally I am team pumpkin. Mm. And for me tonight, of the ones we've had, the ship of fools might have made me a team green hop. For hey. tonight, for <laughs> the ones that we've had. Yeah. However, I'm still team pumpkin. Yeah. I think you're always <laughs> going to be team pumpkin. I'm always going to okay. be team pumpkin. <laughs> but I like green hop. Well done. Well done for that selection. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> what was your fa- so last one? Favourite beer out of all these tonight? Oh, Not including your homebrew. We cannot include your okay. homebrew. Um, I think I think I really like the Ship of Fools, actually. I was pleasantly surprised by that because I was like, I, oh, I don't know how they're going to have made the Green Hop Ale and the Ship of Fools different, and they've made them very different. So I really enjoyed that. Um, only because... I think as because I think all of the pumpkin ones are lovely in their own ways, but none of them have fulfilled my dream of having a, pump, a really lovely pumpkin ale. So they've been docked marks. Well, that's it. <laughs> that we were reason. rating these. Yeah. We were rating these yeah. based on being pumpkin beers, yeah. not for just being no. beers in general. Yeah. It's the best green green hop yeah. and the best pumpkin. And I guess yeah. for the green hop advantage. You don't have the same preset expectations no, on them. Exactly. So maybe like I, with these pumpkins. I didn't I literally harder. didn't know what to expect from the green hops. They were just gonna be whatever appeared in the glass, whereas I have preconceived ideas of what I wanted in the pumpkin glasses and it wasn't there. But you know, when I plug these into untaps, they're all gonna get really good marks. Because yeah. <laughs> they're all delicious beers. Yeah. Uh, they're just not they're just not what we were looking for. Yeah, agree. Uh, delicious. Would drink them anytime. Happy yeah. I've got more of them. Yeah. Not fulfilling the pumpkin mark for me. No. So my favourite tonight <laughs> as well was the Ship of Fools. And hey. I think that's strictly because I didn't, I went in with no preconceived notions. Yeah. And I went, wow, this is really, really good. So I think for me, that one wins it. And it's for, I mean, it's yeah for a really good cause yeah. as well. I mean, not, that didn't necessarily sway no. me. That was an added benefit. <laughs> yeah, added bonus. Add a bonus. Yeah. Right. And with that, we've tried them all. Uh, we found our winner, which was obviously Shipper Falls. Yeah. They're all winners. I'm surprised oh, by that. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm by really that as surprised. well. I'm surprised. Our beer of the evening. Well. That's brilliant. Our beer of the evening. It gets an award. Yeah. Um, where can people find you if right. they want to come and dispute yeah. our choices tonight? If you want to come and tell me where some green hot beers are outside of Kent, you can find me at 
uh, a woman's brew on Instagram and Facebook, or you can find my beer school, Love Beer Learning, at Love Beer Learning on Facebook, Instagram, and we're on Twitter now. Um, you can email us at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com, or you can come to the website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. Where Brilliant. can we find you? Yeah, and if you want to tell me if you're Team Green Hop or Team Pumpkin, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And yeah, let us know. Reach out to us. Let us know if you've got any other suggestions of pumpkin beers we might have missed. We do have a few yeah. others on the way. So we've got the Flying Dog one, the Imperial Pumpkin. Yeah, and we have the uh, S43 Brew York collaboration. I've got a lot of them coming to me um, <laughs> because I liked the fake Star- Starbucks label on it. I was like, sold. They're probably going to get a cease and desist, but I'm going to have five cans, so I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, if you know of any others that are coming out or any green hot beers yeah, that I should try, try, please, please, please do actually message me because I am keen on trying as many of them as I can before it's past the season yeah we've had an abundance of them we didn't think we were going to get any and now we've got four five six that we're going to have in the end we surprised ourselves (laughs) we we were only going to do like two and two and then we got so many we were like we'll just do more it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um i will add links to all of these breweries into the show notes and i will also link to the petition for uh stopping the a tax hike on small breweries if you have not signed that please go and do it straight away because we need to support our local our local and our small independent breweries while we can before we lose them um on that note to all of our independent breweries to all of our small breweries that keep making us delicious beers cheers cheers